Hi guys, hope you're enjoying the podcast. Just wanted to say if you can please hit that like and subscribe button. This will mean we can keep making quality content for you guys. But yeah, now back to the podcast. There's differences in it. Like, it's a lot colder, but I feel like the people are just a lot nicer. Like, just in general. That's strange. Because they say with more sunlight, your mood is a lot more positive. Yeah, it's so meant to be. What is the logic in that? But then, it's cold there. But, but then I've also heard, like, people who live in the cold are, like, extra nice as well. Because, um... People, when I'm trying to say that people from Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> well, because <laughs> it's obviously when it's hot, it's you're just used to good weather and it's like mm. the norm. Then obviously it's not just that. I feel like the, the problem is the people in London. I feel like everyone. It's I feel like it's the best example of a rat race. It's like everyone's always running for something. Yeah. It's like there's never an uh, like an end to it it's like a cycling like even when this, this trains like every two minutes right the tube runs every two minutes but people are still always running mm. you know what i mean to catch the train they're always running um like you can't you don't like if you kind you, i don't feel like if you just look at someone and smile you're not really going to get that response you're not because they're so focused in yeah they're just like <laughs> making money yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly you it's know? literally just but up north it's it's not like that everyone's like friendly in that sense like everyone looks at you and smiles um that's the like one of the biggest differences i would say yeah north I, and south I, I think people in london as you say i think that's where it all starts off in terms of when you're young that's where you go to sort of build yourself mm-hmm. find yourself mm-hmm. Uh, to build a career um, and then I feel like once you, the older you get you sort of move out of London and go to the north yeah you know like this outskirts where yeah. it's a lot more quieter and peaceful um, it's a better way of life um, it's not hustle and bustle it's not as much heavy there yeah no um, definitely and that's probably why people are happier because they've achieved everything they want to do in life yeah. in, in this hus like yeah. places like London and they've sort of moved out now mm-hmm. they're like yeah. We can now relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. happier. Perhaps. That makes sense. No, that Perhaps. makes sense. Um, I think if you're in a circle of people in the northeast compared to a circle of people in London, like I think the conversations are a lot different. I think in London, it's all about making money, achieving mad goals, because you're just surrounded by successful mm-hmm. people. Like I think even when you see Lamborghini in London, it's probably just normal. But when you see it in like Newcastle or like northeast, you get excited because you like rarely see something like that. You know what I mean? Like it's true, but then I would have thought that people living in those part of the world, because they sort of move out of London, just sort of settle down there. Mm-hmm. They build their wealth in London. Mm-hmm. They've sort of yeah. moved out of London. I would have thought that they would be seeing expensive cars there would be the normal as well. I'm assuming like there's a lot of mansions in a certain place in the northeast. I I had a feeling of like it was probably people that sold their one million dollar three bedroom houses yeah. <laughs> and they bought this mansion for like half the price in the northeast. <laughs> Because that's actually a truth. Like, isn't it weird that I think the rich they don't really care about the materialistic sort of things mm-hmm. yeah. as much as no. we do because we don't have that. Yeah, exactly. They're trying to chase that. Exactly. Yeah. It's like they've got so much money they don't need to prove a point anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like, we don't need a Ferrari to show that we're yeah. rich. If you look like the richest, you know, billionaires, mm-hmm. the clothes are the wearers. Yeah. It's so simple. It's simple. So yeah. so simple and yeah. basic. They don't even. They like. Um, who is it? I think it was Bill Gates that talks about like he doesn't even think about the clothes he wears. It's mm. he, uh, and marks like they wear the same stuff every day because it's one less thought in the head. Fuck. They use, I mean, it sounds crazy to us, but that might be like that one minute mm. they use that one minute towards something productive as opposed to yeah. choosing what to wear. Yeah. Like to us, it might sound like 
probably yeah. just one minute, but yeah. like to someone as productive as them. Yeah. And if it works for doing... them, I'm assuming it would work for most people. Like Steve Jobs was the same, total like Yeah. 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 <laughs> the same yeah. Time. You know, yeah, he, he goes to sleep in yeah. a tabernacle, wakes up. In wakes up, only thinks about what he needs to think about. Nothing unnecessary. Yeah. Because that, but that day is, it's every second is like um, set out to do something. Mm. It, they don't, I feel like they don't really have like a designated time where to just chill. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like constantly yeah, yeah. moving, Obsession. always moving. It's yeah. like I've read it somewhere. They said, um, uh, who was it? Bill Gates. Savi dropped. I don't know, like a grand on the floor. For him to turn around and go pick that up, he's losing money. Yeah. <laughs> That's my... <laughs> Literally. Because yeah. he per hour, like he's making yeah. that much. He's yeah. making that much every second. Yeah. For him to go, like, turn around and pick that million up or uh, grand up or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know the figure, but apparently, like, he's yeah. losing money there. So it's best for him to just leave it. Yeah. You know I mean, if it's a meal, whatever, mate, just have it. Do you know what I mean? Because he's making a lot more money. It's just numbers. Yeah, numbers yeah, at the end of the day yeah. for them, isn't it? Like, it's different. Like, um, obviously, when you're just at our kind of age, where we've got so many targets, we've got, like, goals and stuff we need to hit, and, like, we're constantly chasing. Like, it's... It, it's, it's toxic, man. It is. Yeah. It's it is. Toxic, it is. It's very social toxic. Media. I'm sorry so, to go down to this half on social media, mate. Yeah. Social media, yeah. has. It's weird. And, like, when social media started, it was great. Because it was like you could talk well, to your friends. By Costa, we. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. We should. <laughs> should be. In the <laughs> Starbucks. Yeah, we'll get onto that later. <laughs> we need to get onto oh, that later. Like Starbucks, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Starbucks. Man. Sorry, yeah, you were saying uh, uh, social media. Sorry. Social media. Yeah. Um, yeah, because when it started, like Facebook, MSN, it was sick because it was just like we could talk to like so I used to talk to, like people from London, mm. like different parts of the UK because it was just I don't know it was just was uh, like possible then it was something new and then it came up long but then now it's i don't know i don't know where it's going it's it's crazy where it's going it's like i feel like it's more hateful than like positive in a way people just look at what they can hate on um like the cancel culture we're talking about like we joke about it but like if you're involved in that, then it affects your whole life, your future, like everything you've worked up to. Hundred percent. You know, like even like the A-list actors, like they're getting cancelled and stuff they're for just like. Human beings, man. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's what people don't understand. Though, they're isn't human it? beings, mate. Exactly. The only difference is that whatever they're doing is captured and is exaggerated because of the status that they're in. So, and the only difference is that you know they've got a camera in front of them. Mm-hmm. If I was to yeah. put a camera in front of these people that are complaining about, you know, oh, that guy should get cancelled, they're probably saying the same stuff, but it's just not being recorded. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like when we see but an we all, actor, we, we, we think that that's what, we have a perception of how they are. Yeah. We don't actually know them, innit? Mm. We watch them for so long, yeah, we yeah, think, yeah. oh, that's how they act. They're going to yeah. be good all the time. It's just not the case. Like with Amber Heard. Like, yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, who would have thought with Amber Heard in that situation? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, my boy got the justice done. <laughs> yeah, he did, man. <laughs> you know? yeah, no, man, he's he killing justice. it now, man. Yeah, like, he got, man. um, I swear he got, like, a crazy deal with DR. He had, um, like, an NFT which sold for, like, some crazy amount. What? Yeah, like, yeah. after, like, he, he, he made, but then he donated all of the, all of the money that came from the NFT. You know, um, there was a charity Amber Heard was meant to no, pay money no. into. Yeah, and she didn't. And 
the um, NFT that sold, he Johnny Depp, he um, pretty much put all of that money into that charity. He's crazy, man. He's in your face, sort of thing, man. That's embarrassing. Imagine, like, you've lost the case to someone, and like that person has paid for <laughs> the charity that you said yeah. you paid. That's a, that's a violation. Yeah. <laughs> but he's he's he just seems like a very genuine like guy. Look, man, he's not perfect, is he? Exactly. No one's I mean, perfect. No, you know, I'm sure he's made so many mistakes in his life, and. Unfortunately, he got into an entanglement. Yeah, <laughs> Amber Heard, and um, yeah, she's basically trying to. I don't know. He came across as though like she was trying to doom day, trying to. I feel like she was with him for the wrong reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. She was using, like a ladder. Yeah, she was using him, and apparently she was having affairs with like um, Elon Musk. Yeah, <laughs> Elon Musk got bro. That guy, bro, <laughs> he's in everywhere. <laughs> So much money, mate. He's got all the female attention. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if I had that money, no, no, no. My girlfriend's gonna be listening to this. <laughs> She's gonna be pissed off. Uh, no, but we we can't. We can never imagine like living that kind of life because money is nothing hey, to them. You never know. Do you know what it is? True. True. We can say that because we broke as fuck, right? Um, yeah. No. Come on. He's <laughs> um, <laughs> like, we're yeah. booking up, right? <laughs> the thing is, we never know what they are experiencing with all that wealth, whatever they're exactly. Accomplished. You know, it's exactly. hard for us to sort of say, you know, why do people change with money and stuff like that? I don't know, man. Maybe the mentality sort of changes when you get that money and you have external sort of yeah. pressure or things, of course, inf- of you course. know, uh, influencing you to sort of think in a different way. Yeah. It's just hard to sort of like pin down and say, you know, um, just because of money, you can have all these problems and stuff like that. I think it's. I think you were probably like that before the money. I think you were just quite. I think if you want to be like like Johnny Depp or like a famous person, you have talent, which means you are kind of different. So he he was probably walking before he became an actor. He was probably walking in a in a way like I am different other people, and then when he got the money, he became famous. He just got loud now instead of. No, I'm not really Johnny Depp's a bad person, but I just mean yeah. it could be a scenario where people were always like that, but they just when they got big, it was like it's mate, it's true. I I I I almost think that you know when you look at some people, like how do I say this? Okay, let me just regroup my thoughts now. <laughs> um, have you seen the Kanye West documentary? Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, of course, amazing. Before he went famous, his mindset, his hustle. We're still walking was, into record labels. He yeah. <laughs> didn't even know them. Yeah. Walking into the office, putting his CD into yeah. in, in a cassette player, you know, and playing his music and like vibing to it, rapping to it. Even like he believes himself. Yeah, you so know? much. It's like he doesn't need other people yeah. to validate yeah. him. He knows who he is exactly. And I think if you know who you are, if you believe in yourself, people start perceiving you in that way. Exactly. And things yeah. just happen. Yeah. yeah. And also it's about consistency. Yeah. I feel like we're living in this fast food world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This fast food world where everything has to be fast. Exactly. Food. Exactly. Um, you know. Anything. Um, anything. Anything has to like, be fast, right? And if it doesn't have fast, it's like maybe it's not full. It's not worth it. Yeah. It's not yeah. worth it. Yeah. You know, we just give up. Yeah. You know. Oh, like, it's yeah, I mean, he can do it, but I I'm just I don't have the genetics. Yeah, I'm not yeah. talented. Like it's it's almost as though you just you put yourself down. Yes. You, you want to put yourself down because you'd rather accept that 
as opposed to accepting the fact that if you actually do put the effort in work hard stay consistent you you're going to get there anyone can get there 100% like they, there's the roadmap is quite clear if you want it to be right put the work in stay consistent it might take you longer than someone else like but in but the end yeah, yeah you're going to get there in the end you know when you go on google maps right um where are you boys from again Sunderland. Um, okay, so if I just type in uh, Sunderland into the Google Maps, right? Into the Google Maps. Uh, yeah, and then it's going to show you different ways to get there. Mm-hmm. You can go like that. Yeah. You can go like this. Yeah. You can go like that. Yeah. Listen, this route might be longer. I'm going to get to the destination. Facts. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I can take the fast route. Mm-hmm. Right. I can take like the long route because I prefer that route. Or it's because you always thought that is the route, is the right route. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. matter. You're going to get to the destination, the destination anyway. you know and yeah you know whilst you're driving and have a few breakdowns or your tire might pop but it's fixable problems you know you know you can't break down but it's fixable yeah you know but if a breakdown happens i'm using you know, driving in cars as an example for this but if a breakdown happens we think oh maybe it wasn't for me yeah no man just fix the car and just Find go again like you, you said earlier there's always, always a solution to yeah. a problem if you go into life and you want to get an act and you're going to get into so many problems in it. But you will, if you want to make it work, you'll find solutions. You have to and solutions. you constantly yeah. get to the point where you get up, another problem, find a solution. You get up, another problem, another solution. And then you eventually get to the top and you, and you look back and you realize it was just fixing basic problems. You know what I mean? And, it and was not just stopping. changing tires. It was just fixing yeah. a break. Yeah. Could be something. So, but the problem is, like, people don't want to hold themselves accountable, and that's the problem. Like, everyone's like, "No, it's because something else." <laughs> like, some some people, like, no matter what they do, it's never their fault. It's ne- it's got nothing to do with them. It's like my car broke down, or uh, someone else should have looked at the car. Like, I should have checked. Like, there's just there's, it's just excuses, and like, there's so many excuses available 100%. for you to blame it on something else. 100%. Accountability. Yeah, doesn't exist, man. Doesn't exist. Actually, yeah, you know, that, that, that's a powerful word. Yeah. Accountability. Accountability, I think, is something that we should all take. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and take charge in like just doing it balls deep, like 100%, man. You know, if you commit to something like this podcast, yeah. for example. Yeah. Exactly. Be honest. You guys thought about, should we do this? Yeah. Are we of really going to do this? I'm sure you had doubts when you yeah, first started. Of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Who was the person that sort of pushed it? It was him. Well, yeah, yeah. It was him that it wanted to like, go for but it. But I, he, he, him and his friend did it a couple of years ago, and it was kind of like a, a like a light bulb kind of thing. I was watching the podcast, mm. and I was just like, "Yo, they have the equipment from mm. when they started, and this is obviously two years ago, whatever." And I was just like connecting the dots. I was like, "Yo, this would bang," and then it was like. Like I said, the first three months, it was so exciting. And then you get to the state where you start seeing problems, then you find solutions and then, you know, it gets easier. And then you find another problem will happen. But then if I fast forward like two years, three years, I know where this can go or even five years. And it's, and it's a thing where like, if you have the positiveness of finding solutions, you're gonna get better. I mean, it's inevitable. Like, Especially, I think it's it's the way of looking at it. Like, like we're looking at it as, like in that sense. We've got like a positive outlook on it. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like most people don't do that. Most people are just like, it's they want it now. Quick, yeah, they want it yeah. like in a month, in two months. Like, they want to see instant progress. Yeah, yeah. They want it like how they get their burgers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. That, mm. Do you know what I mean? It's not McDonald's, man. It's no. life. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I feel like, look, man, 
if you had it on the plate, if you had it easy, okay, if this whole setup is already set up, you had people working for you, if mm-hmm. you had the money, you can just sit down and just like not worry about all the stress. Yeah. If it didn't have the uh, the struggles that yeah. you went through, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't appreciate yeah. exactly. what you will have in five years' time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right? 100%. I feel like you have to go through the struggle for you to appreciate yeah. Yeah. where you started. And I think that in itself grounds you and makes you more humble, makes you a human. Yeah, it makes you a human. That's the perfect way of putting it, man. You know? Literally. Like, the, there is, like, I feel like the best rewards are always at the end of some form of struggle. Like, it has to be some, like, even like, you know, um, people go through, like, a lot of mental struggles, right? If, like, um, we talk about, like, discipline a lot. Um, if you're, like, uh, so, uh, someone that's, like, disciplined in whatever you're doing, I'm not saying you're not going to have mental problems, but I feel like you're going to have a better, like, better control of your, like, mental well-being. Um, it, it helps. It's, like, one one aspect of it that could, like, help you progress. Um, but, yeah, it's... I think, I think we shouldn't see the obstacles as problems. Mm-hmm. We should see these obstacles that we all face in our career as, like, enablers, um, as things that will help us uh, to get to where we are. Um, because these problems, when we come across them, we see that as, oh my God, you know, it's going to bring me down. It's going to ruin my career or whatever it is, but it's a phase of growing. Mm -hmm. It's a phase of betterment Mm -hmm. for us to become a better person. You know, let's just say, for example, in my career, right. Um, I, I went through, so I had a shoot last week, right. And when I first started off in this industry, I, 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 I was a bit like reserved because I didn't want to be cancelled. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah. Also because I had imposter syndrome. I was scared to speak and stuff. Yeah. I don't want to say the wrong right. thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give a bad impression. But the problem with that is you sort of are wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not being true to yourself. Yeah. Right? And it's almost you being fake mm-hmm. because if you're not opening up um, and showing them who you really are, they can't sort of place you in the right, I don't know, man, roles or whatever it is. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Yeah. They won't be able to connect with you. Yeah. So if you have a barrier in front of you right now, I don't know what you really like. Yeah. like I can't sort of work you exactly. out here. Like, I don't know if I can open up to you. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I can't trust you. Yeah. I feel like you can sense that as well though, to a certain extent. You can, you can sense that, but I think, yeah, you can sense that. But I feel like if you have that barrier there, you just can't connect with that person mm-hmm. and yeah. you can't have a genuine conversation. Yeah. It's yeah, trust them. It's literally like a barrier. Yes. Yeah. Stopping and, you from and doing it. You can that. feel it when you're with other people and your true self comes out where you're like laughing, joking. Yeah. You can't have that with maybe. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's hard to sort of open up. And like when I did the shoot last week, uh, it was for this commercial and. Um, I had to act as um, a barista um, in a coffee place. Um, and I had to deliver my lines. I auditioned for this role and I delivered it in the way that the director wanted me to deliver them. Mm-hmm. Exactly like chilled, cool, calm, yeah. collected. Yeah. I did it in the way that he wanted me to do, right? And now I realize you have to fight for what you want. So going back to that, on set now, we've got live. There's three other actors. There's myself. There's a customer that I need to, um, there's a customer. Well, there's an actor that's acting as a customer that I need to engage with. And there's an, 
and there's another guy that's in the queue. Right. Um, and I do my lines. Take 10. Take 11. Take 15. Take 20. I'm like, well, what's happening here? Yeah. <laughs> 20 bloody takes for this one word scene, one setup. I didn't get it. And he was like, he called me and the guy that was acting uh, as an extra um, in the line. He called us both out. And it's like, Jeff, um, the client. So the, the client are the people in the company. They mm-hmm. come to these commercial shoots because they want to have their creative control. Right. The problem with that is when you have five clients on set from the same company giving ideas whilst the shoot is happening, like, no, 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 actually, we want to, uh, actually, you know what? Um, we want it that way. We want it this way. As a director, and this is obviously, I can't speak for the director, but as a director from people that I've worked with in the past, director is the person that's in charge. Mm-hmm. You've given me a, so they talk to the clients. You've given me a vision. I'm trying to execute that. If you're not happy, that's something that you should have told me before. He's the director. Like, do you know what I mean? He's yeah. the person yeah. that's in charge of the yeah. entire thing. We've tried different variations and he's not happy. And he's like, listen, Jeff, I'll be honest with you. Um, the client has just came to me and said that they don't, they're not feeling that the energy that they want. I'm like, the client was there during the audition and I gave this energy, like who I am to them and they're not happy with it. They're like, they ask if you can swap it with, if if you can swap your role with um, uh, the extra guy. Right. Um, um, because he's got a better energy. I'm like, how do you know that? Have you auditioned, <laughs> have you auditioned this other actor yeah, for yeah. my role? How do you know that he's got that energy? The way, and I, and I was like, listen, can we turn off my mic? Because we, you know, we're all mic'd up. So in the film industry, you have to be careful, man. What you say, right? If you're mic'd up, you best turn that shit off, man. So listen, turn the mics off. I'm gonna talk to you on a personal level. How would you like it, right? I'll come up to you right now. Listen, man, I'm not sure about your directing. Can we change you for another director? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, Jeff, I get it, man. I'm like, no, mate. Um, this is how I audition. I've given you a different variation. And if you're not happy with the style of how I acted, then that's something that we should have spoken about prior to mm-hmm. going live, yeah. prior to saying action. There must have been a, there, there must be a phase where before we go live, we do rehearsals. Mm-hmm. We're rehearsing them, right? In the rehearsals, mm-hmm. invite the client. should be brought up, yeah. Invite yeah. the client. They can see what they're going to be seeing mm-hmm. on the day, you know, or even on the actual day. Before we go live, yeah, do like a little yeah, um, a rehearsal setup, yeah, so they can see my start of delivery, whatever it is, um, and then from there be like, oh, actually, Jeff, you know what, we're going to change your role or whatever it is. It's commercials. I don't really give a shit. Yeah. I only do it for the money. I'll be honest with you. Um, like this is minor. You've got bigger, obviously, plans there. Mate, I'm going to put your put your mic next to you. Yeah, in that in that scenario, I feel like the director <laughs> should have had that. Like, no, like, I, I saw what I saw, and this was... This is the vision that you spoke about he, earlier. You didn't have that. Do you remember? You spoke he, about yeah, earlier, yeah, the vision. Yeah. He about, was like, um, he bitched out. He, he let the producers, whatever thing, get to his vision. Sold out. And people, yeah, people like yeah. that are never going to make it big because they, they can't stick to who they truly are. And what 100%. They, they, they aren't the actual geniuses that are, you know what I mean? Like, 100%, and, 100%, man. And, like, that in itself is, like, shows character, bro. Like Yeah, it shows character. Yeah. I was like, um, and they were like, they were like, would you be able to do the other role? No. I was hired to do this role. If yeah. you want me, listen, it was great working with you and I'm going to shoot off. Yeah. And the client came out and I was like, no, 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 Jeff, listen, um, listen, um, 
this 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 now I don't want to get cancelled, but <laughs> this old scrawny Indian bald headed guy yeah. came out. Listen, Jeff. Listen, I don't want to take this personally, but um, it it was the whole vibe, man. It's something about the vibe that we wasn't feeling yeah. right, and I was like, listen, my yeah, that's not what he's saying. Listen, bro. Uh, I'm a professional actor. Yeah, I don't know if you're a professional client. Yeah. yeah, but we don't deal with this shit this way. Yeah, yeah. If you don't like something, you should have told me when I auditioned yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. If you don't like something, don't you should have had like it. a little re- rehearsal period before we went live and worked on something. You know, like an action plan. Yeah, not action. I do my lines, and then everyone—the light guy, the camera guy, the mic guy, other actors, makeup, hair—they're all there watching you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Multiple eyes. For you to come up to me saying, oh, can we change your roles? Imagine the violation. No way. I refuse your offer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that role. You Listen. hold your, you value yourself. I value myself. Fuck that. When I valued myself, guess what they said? Listen, uh, we actually like your vibe, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Now thinking about it, mate. <laughs> we really like no, your vibe. Seriously. They said, actually, you know what? Yeah, listen, let's stick with what we have now, Jeff, right? I said, yeah. Um, and the director was like, listen, Jeff, man, I'm so sorry. I just want to say, by the way, I really love your vibe. I'm like, mate, I love my vibe. It's not my, yeah, yeah. It's not my fault that you guys don't yeah. like my vibe. That's your loss. I love my, I rate myself. Yeah. I do, mate. And this can sound a bit like I'm stuck up or like, um, you know, to, um, you know, yeah. I believe in myself. Exactly. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah, I believe in myself. Fuck, yeah. You tell me to do something, I do it in the way that I believe. Yeah. So the way that, and I'm so sorry to just stick onto this topic, but uh, this is like therapy for me. I'm going to get this out of my shit. Um, so like um, the way that they wanted me to deliver the line, right, was over the top. Right. So, you know, okay, you're, I don't know, just give me a line. Um, okay. Let's just say um, um, this camera is really nice. Okay. Okay. So I'm the actor. Say action. Action. This camera is really nice. That's my vibe. The vibe that they want. Action. This camera is really nice. <laughs> right. Right. Mate, it's fucking right. cringe as fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to get cancelled within the film. <laughs> if that shit comes out, mate, yeah, that's, that shit's going to get cancelled. Yeah. So, so obviously, you have to sort of think ahead here. If that commercial comes yeah. out and if I perform in that way. It's your face on the line. That's my face, it? mate. It's your brand. It's easy for name. the. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy for the client to sit behind, um, you know, the screen, you know, with his fat belly yeah. and be Say like, whatever, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Ashley, uh, you know, we want to change that. You know, there's something <laughs> not right there. I'm like, mate, no, you know, that's, <laughs> that's actually ain't going to work out, man. So, yeah, it's about believing in what you want. Um, what's the example that you said with that film? Uh, with the, director? the director of uh, Godfather and how he basically... There was a lot of producers telling him, we don't want Al Pacino. And this is before Al Pacino blew up. Mm. And he was so persistent. Like, I am not going to do this movie without Al Pacino. And he just kept fighting and fighting because he had the vision. He also wanted a specific house. They, they were like, it's way over budget. He was like, no, I want this house. It, it's like, and he was very young. He was like, uh, I think uh, in his 20s, late 20s. But if you're a director and you believe in yourself and you believe in your talents and you actually you get given what you're and you're, you're allowed to do the end product is going to be so much better mm-hmm. than constantly changing things because this person said that that person said this 
you're like, shut the fuck up. Let me do what I need to do because I believe in myself and it's going to be amazing. Just watch. Yes. And everyone was like saying, oh, it's going to flop. Godfather's going to be like, it's gonna, it's not going to be good. Al Pacino's going to ruin it because he wasn't, they wanted Al Pacino to be this uh, tall, uh, macho guy. And Al Pacino was like, just like silent, quiet type of guy. Mm. But the, the director had the vision that no, just wait, just wait. Like, and what they did, what he did was he actually, they fast forward a scene where he was actually violent. And just to prove to the producer that he can do this, because they were like, no, he's quiet, he's a bit skinny. And just that, I, w- I was watching that and I was like, yo, like, this is what you call a genius. This, this, this is why he, he gets a big box, because he takes risks like no other director would take. Yeah. And I just respect that, man. Because that, like, if you think like that, that's similar to Kanye West. Like, you do what exactly. you think is right. And everyone else can fuck off. Just let me be with my uh, sound devices. I'm going to create absolute magic. 100%. And, you, bro, you can, not, nothing but respect, man. Like, exactly. Exactly. I know it's perfect. You know? Exactly. I know it's perfect. Exactly. Like, as I said, you know, Apuccino, when he probably did that role, he probably didn't do it in the perfect way that the producers yeah. saw it. But, mate, you know, they're making the money now, aren't they? The producers off his face, yeah. off that film. Everywhere, bro. So they're sorted, man. So Opportunity did them a bloody favor. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's about, again, believing in yourself. And and I feel like, <laughs> and now we're going to take a little swerve. <laughs> and I feel like uh, we have this in our society, in our Malayali community. Mm. I mean, I'm saying Malayali community because that's the closest thing that we can relate yeah. to. Yeah. That's what we grew up in. That's what yeah. we grew up in. And that's what we've experienced. There's constant competition. There's comparison. There's But for the pressure. wrong reasons as well. Yeah. For all the wrong reasons. They don't know that. Yeah. They don't they're so convinced it's for the right reasons that's, yeah. because that's how they were brought up. Yeah. It's this generational trauma. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this generational yeah. trauma that's exactly. been passed on. Exactly. No one has broken away from that yeah. chain or from that code. Yeah. Um, and as soon as you do something in a different way to what they're used to. So, uh, for example, when I said that I wanted to be an actor to my parents, they didn't get it. Of course. Yeah. What is that? They're the people that love films. They watch films. Left, right, center. Right? If you say you want to be musicians, they're the people that listen to music. Left, right, center. Art, art, what is art? <laughs> They're the people that visually see these artistic drawings. Yeah. yeah, you know, there's so many drawings in a the house. There's a person behind that. Yeah, they read so many books. Who wrote that book? Mm. <laughs> it's crazy. That, it's like, cra- like we consume all of this, but yeah, we so sort of like, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. That. Look at Raju, he's doctor now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's know? like security, you know, like. It's fuck. I don't want to be like Raju, man. <laughs> Bro, I'm not Raju, Raju man. <laughs> but listen, if this Raju listens to this, <laughs> sorry, bro. Sure. Shout out to Raju. <laughs> you know. No, we we need those guys. Obviously, we need we need doctors, we need engineers, we yeah, need all knows. kinds of people. But that doesn't mean that's the only thing. Like, we need creative people in this life. Like, we need creators. Without that, there's like how we there's no advancement. Yeah. Otherwise, we just we're doing the same shit. Like, and it's just, we're just following the cycle. Like, we yeah. need more creative people. 100%. And the thing is, we don't know that we need that um, because no one in our community has sort of led or shown that mm-hmm. to the next generation. Exactly. Right? 
and I don't know if 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 what I'm doing has any sort of influence into the next generation of Malayalis or even the youth from where I am or anyone that's following me. Um, but bro, I know that. Let me stop yeah, you right there, bro. You are a British Malayali in a UK scene with white people, white directors, all that. The I mean, bro, the influence that you will have, especially in the future, because I know you're going to blow up. You're already blown up. It's going to be mad because you're a Malayali kid in a white industry. I don't want to be like, all oh, racist and all this shit, but still, like, do you, do you know what I mean? You're, for you to climb up, it's going to be harder because compared to like, yeah, me, 100%. like you have white directors, you, they, they will have that, even if they won't show it, they'll be like, they might see your name or they might see you in person and be like, oh, there's a, you know what I mean? It's, you, you will have mad influence in the future 100%. when they see you in the screens, like, even, even without, just without for like, Malus, but like, I, I told you this before, like, we know like a lot of Malus in the UK, but you were the only Malu that we know that is fully pursuing this. Yeah, yeah. But also, is killing it. But then I feel like you do it. You the, the 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 thing I love with what you're doing is because you're not like it's not all over everything. It's like you're doing it so quietly. Yeah. yeah. But then we like, working in we, silence, we baby. Working in silence. Exactly. Facts. And we love, I that. love we, that. Like we love that. How we know you're killing it. Even like without before we even talked to you, we knew you were killing yeah. it because we just got that vibe. Listen, I think I'm ready to leave because <laughs> <laughs> I came here for the confidence boost. <laughs> I've got that boost. Uh, listen, I say keep going, man. This is good. <laughs> no, look, let's get let's get onto the Starbucks. Like that's Starbucks. I, how how oh, did that yeah. how did that even happen? Well, of course, it's not going to happen, <laughs> <laughs> mate. I'll be honest with you. As much as I want to say that. I don't want to be a commercial actor because there's different type of actors, mm-hmm. theatre actors, commercial actors, uh, screen actors. Oh, there are actors that do everything. But what I enjoy doing is screen acting. Uh, in the pursuit of chasing that, uh, my agent sent me an audition uh, for Starbucks. Um, I auditioned for it. They picked me for that. And that became the national campaign of that my face was literally Your everywhere. face was everywhere. Everywhere. Bus stations, buses. Yeah. Um, Crazy, bro. Um, yeah. Um, everywhere on different outlets. And I think that's probably one of the first campaigns. No, that's the only campaign that I've done that's had that reach. Mm-hmm. And the response is on social media, people reaching out to you. It's like, yo, shit, man, I just saw your face. Bro, is that you? <laughs> yes, me. Correct. <laughs> um, no, but yeah. like Starbucks is, is a huge brand. Like yeah. when you think about coffee... It's like Starbucks. Mm. It's like phones, Apple. Yeah. It's like, do you know what I mean? Like coffee, Star- Starbucks is that Crazy. big and it's global. Mm. And then for your face to be like the main, like it's it's your face on the, like the billboards and fucking everything. It's That's mad. Listen, I'll be honest with you. Man. Yeah, listen. It was... like how Obviously, uh, you told me about your mother and how when you first said you want to be an actor. Like how did she feel after you obviously... Yeah, so it's gone from what is acting? Yeah, why yeah, do yeah. you? Why can't you be like Raju? <laughs> to that is my son. <laughs> you Starbucks before? <laughs> she doesn't even drink Starbucks, mate. But after that, she is converted to Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> she's like fuck Costa. <laughs> um, mate, mate, she loves Starbucks now because my face is in it. Um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, proud mother, mate. Very proud mother. And I don't know. Like, I feel like the more projects that I do. I am nowhere near what I want to do in my career. 
like this. Like, I haven't even touched the surface mm-hmm. yet. You know, I haven't even touched the surface yet. I'm, I'm, but listen, that might come when I'm 50. That might come when I'm 60. There are actors that get famous, you know, when they're older. Yeah. So you never know when that will come. But again, we spoke about consistency. It's, it's, it's about just me being consistent. But anyway, going back to the topic of Starbucks. Um, yeah, did that. She was proud. Uh, she started drinking a lot more Starbucks. And um, yeah, it was... And I don't want to speak of validation in the wrong context here. I think, yes, you have to believe in yourself. You don't need people's approval. You don't need people's yeah. validation. Yeah. You don't really need it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes from your mum that didn't believe in you. Oh, yeah. In your of course. face, girl. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. <laughs> it's like, in your face, girl. Um, I don't know, man. It just feels good because you can kind of show them, listen, this is what I've been working towards. Mm-hmm. You can actually see what I'm working towards. And I want, hopefully in the future, I'm going to be doing bigger projects where a lot more of our people are going to see me. And, 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 and again, I don't want to get validated. I don't want to say validated, but it's just good knowing that people are seeing you. Yeah. And as a result of people seeing you, you people start remembering your face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So I now get this. Um, I go and I get people saying, like when I walk on the street, where do I know you from? No, no, no. Yeah. Listen, not like any random people, like in the creative space. So mm-hmm. when I go to auditions, mm-hmm. right. so like actors sort of like know each other. We're yeah, in the yeah. same sort of space, not like, you know, random. I'm not at that level yet, mate. Um, <laughs> no, no one bloody knows me. Uh, not but yet. like, you know, you know, like in the creative space. Yeah, yeah, You know, when I go to auditions, they're like, you know, you know, you know sitting down and you see another actor. It's like, you're right, you're yeah. yeah, so how long have you been acting for? Oh, five years, nice, yeah. Um, sorry, man. Oh. Smack it. <laughs> And you're like, yeah, dude, I don't know. I've seen your face somewhere. I don't know where I recognize you from. And that's good. Because yeah. if you're in the same space, if you see a face again and again and again, when your face pops up, if you're a casting director, you're casting for a film, my face pops up. Because you recognize that face, mm-hmm. you sort of trust that face. Right, right. Mm. When there's familiarity in that face, yeah. you're like, yeah. connect with that Yeah. Because yeah. you've already, at the back of your head, you've already it's connected already there. that face. Yeah. Right? It helps you to sort of get in the room, mm-hmm. I feel like. Carson Doris look at your face like, yeah, I recognize this guy from somewhere. Listen, let's call him in. Um, you know, let's give him a chance to audition and you audition for it and your probability and your, um, um, any chances of getting an audition and booking a role gets higher and higher. Yeah. It's all about, I don't know, clout. I don't want to use that word in the wrong context. Yeah. Here. Clout in a way. But yeah, um, I, think, I feel like it's quite... It's not clout. It's like people recognize yeah. you Election's because of the record. yeah, yeah. You know, because of the recognition, yeah. you're getting put forward for, for other, other roles. For yeah. Other roles, yeah. you know. And for me, that's success. Exactly. It's like a domino effect, isn't it? Like, for me, it's not about money. It's. I, obviously, it helps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but for me, as a working actor, sitting home one day, and get people approaching me. Listen, we want you to consider the script. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could, yeah. You, could, you, could you just give it a read? As an actor, that is like the most yeah. bonified moment in your life that you can ever have. Have the control of choosing yeah. your own project. Because you, you have the power then. You have the power yeah. to choose. That is success to me. Because I can do roles that mean something to me. Yeah. That yeah. I want to do. Yeah. yeah. The roles that I know that's going to make a change to different um, issues around the world that be religion, race, 
um, raced, is that even a word, mate? Race, caste or creed, whatever yeah. it is, social issues, um, you know, the issues that we're all facing in different countries. I feel like when you can sort of work with people that are willing to just work with you and sort of adapt the narratives to what you want to um, change the world to. So if there's a problem in this world, right? So, so say, for example, um, I'm a Christian. Okay. I come from a Christian family, right? I'm not religious at all. Um, um, but there is issues, let's say, that people from that same religion faces, right? I would love to sort of do films around that topic to educate people um, as to that problem. I want to yeah. highlight that problem and challenge our way of thinking to become more compassionate and understanding towards other people, mm -hmm. right? The amount of times you've watched a film, you're like, yeah, why do we think like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like why? I feel like films have this power to educate people. It, yeah. They connect bridges. Completely True. agree. Yeah. And inform us uh, to sort of see the world in a different way. I am a Canaanite Catholic. Mm -hmm. Have you guys heard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. friends, yeah. Yeah. So that so there's so much struggle that I go through. Uh -huh. There's so much pressure handed over to me. Yeah. It's like being born into the royal family without yeah, yeah. a choice. I know. It's like you have to follow that. You have to follow that now. Like, you don't have a bloody <laughs> choice. I'm like, yo, I didn't sign up to this. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't tell me to bring me into this world. I mean, thank you for bringing me in, but yeah. I don't want these pressures. Yeah. You know, so it's like this blackmailing sort of thing. Like, well, you're part of the creed now. You know, you're a Canaanite uh, Catholic now. You have to follow that now. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't follow that, then we're gonna treat you in a different way. Kick you out. Yeah, kick you out. This like that, and the way that people see you, and the relationships that you have with other people <laughs> within the family, all changes. Dynamics changes. Crazy. I'm going through that right now. Right, That's it's crazy. I'm guessing I, your girlfriend is not Kanana. She's a Sikh. She's a Punjabi. Uh, it's far from a Kanana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> far. Um, but that's just how I see the world. I think we're all equal. Yeah. We can believe in whatever we want. Exactly. As long as, long as you don't impose that onto other people. Yeah, man. Bro, if you live yeah. once and, and you think like you've moved in that direction or you kept doing what you've been told, what you've been told, and um, let's say your parents have died and you've got old as well, you're now left with somebody that you've only lived for and now that they're gone, you're left with who you are, which is not even you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because you haven't lived the life that you want. You want to live and now the that they're gone and you've lived their life to kind of make them happy, they're gone now yeah. and you're probably like 60 or something and you're like... <laughs> when have I lived? When have I lived? And, and it's quite sad to see because a lot of people are doing that. But it's... I mean, I get you have to be respectful of your parents and that and everything. But at the same time, you have to, in this world, you have to figure out who you want to be, what you want to do, what makes you happy, and, and like be, just have faith, and just have faith um, that it'll work out. And that is very hard, especially in our culture, to kind of like move by yourself and, and still kind of be optimistic. Yeah. Even, even though people are telling you, no, don't do this, don't do that, or cast you out. You, you have to be a bit stubborn to be like, I don't give a fuck. You have to be like, and that's hard because you're not raised like that, innit? Yeah. So you have to have that inner... You have to force that. You have to force, force that, that in you. Yeah. But when you get after, you see the beauty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like a bird. You feel free. You feel free, yeah. 
Yeah. Let's take a moment to reflect. Yeah, on that. man. Seriously. <laughs> Bro, honestly, I, I swear to God, man. Like, <laughs> it's just a bit personal, but I think conversations are very important. Mm-hmm. And when we have a conversation, it's about being honest. Mm-hmm. Because there's other people going to listen to this sort of stuff and they are probably in a similar situation where exactly. they needed that information to sort of navigate. So I yeah. think podcast, what you guys are doing, by the way, I just want to say, excuse <laughs> my French, fucking shout out. Well done for I what you I appreciate that, bro. It's a, mate, honestly, it's a therapy. It is. Yeah. It's a therapy. Honestly, it is. It connects people. It's about information being passed yeah. on to one another. Because we are too stubborn to kind of listen to other people because the way that um, if you're a Christian, you know, you can't, you can't sort of um, take another religion. Read into another religion yeah. and stuff like that, you know. It's just... Why not? Exactly. Why? I, 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 I'm an ominist. Um, I believe in every religion. So ominist is someone that respects every religion. Mm-hmm. I, I love reading about every religion. It's so fascinating. It's so crazy how we focus on the differences but so much similarities. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So much bloody similarities, you know? I feel We're like just, there's more similarities than differences. 100%, yeah. mate. Yeah. We're just trying to understand the world in a different way. Exactly. And religion sort of helps us to sort of facilitate that. Mm-hmm helps us to sort of see that in this way that works. But I think religion is good, but I think, you know, um, it should be a personal pursuit. It shouldn't be forced upon people. And you know how they, you know how we say like, when we look at some cultures, we're like, I don't really like that culture. Or I don't really like that culture. Yeah. You know, I think every culture has its good and bad. Yeah. I feel as though, like, I can't fully blame our parents for that, like, way of thinking because I, th- I feel like once you get to a certain age, your ide- ideology doesn't really change because you're kind of stubborn. Stuck in yeah, you're stuck. You're stuck yeah. once you get to a certain age. But I feel like they've, the way they've grew up is completely different. Mm. The, because the way we think is, like, so open-minded, so I feel like a lot of it is because we're living here. Mm. It's, a, like, it's different and, like, there's a lot more freedom. We can do whatever. Since we were kids, we've had that freedom. It's as opposed to if we were living in in India, like mm. I'm sure our way of thinking would be a lot different. Um, but yeah, it's, it's weird, and it's like we can't say our um, there are like our parents' ideologies are like fully bad or like I don't know, man. It's it's tricky, really. Just like we can't. It's it's, it's, it's there are obviously they've passed on some good stuff as well. Yeah, of course. They've also passed on stuff. That they think it's right, but they're not really sure if it's yeah, right. Yeah. But they just passed it on because they think, you know what, let's just do it. Um, it's a bit like, right? It's a bit like, say, say, say I'm diabetic. I'm diabetic. Mm-hmm. I can't have sugar, mate. Um, and I come to your house, right? And you offer me a cup of tea. Mate, can I make a cup of tea? And I'm like, yeah, you can, but I'm diabetic. Okay. Go to the kitchen. Yeah, I had fucking two sugars in it, mate. <laughs> You're killing me. You think you're doing a good thing. Yeah. But really it's not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You think yeah, that's yeah. the right thing to do. But really. But uh, yeah, that's the thing. So you know, helping the person with diabetes, yeah. mate. You know what I mean? You're making this <laughs> condition worse. That's um, the thing. Like, if you, if you truly believe it's you're doing the right thing, then I don't know. Like, you're can you fully be blamed? <laughs> it's not the same. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, but after a person says that he's diabetic, you should know that. Yeah. Common logic. Right? Yeah. But if you keep on adding the sugar, then we've got a problem here, yeah. mate. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right, Look, right. They're misinformed, right? Yeah. All right. Parents are misinformed. Mm-hmm. We are misinformed sometimes. Yeah. And course. it's all right. 
But when someone tells you something, and someone tells you that you're misinformed, we should have the accountability. And this is the accountability thing that you spoke about earlier. Yeah. We should yeah. take a, we should take accountability in recognizing that oh, actually I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I feel like our parents are too stubborn. Yeah, yeah. To accept that they're wrong. Yeah, and. What I get all the time, well, what I get told all the time is, if you don't think this is right, get out of the house. Yeah. And I actually got out of the house three days ago. I left my house three days ago um, because I fell out of my dad. Um, it's the whole thing to do with religion. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend is a different religion. Yeah. And he thinks that uh, that's wrong. That shouldn't happen. Wow. Yeah. And I've tried to fight for, um, I've tried to fight for that for like over years now. Yeah. It's just not changing. Yeah. When he told me to get out, I think, you know what? I can't convince you any further. It's not my job to sort of take you out of your yeah, mindset of yeah. like seeing, having race, um, religious discrimination. Yeah. That's not my fault for you mm-hmm. being that way, man. Yeah. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> I don't see the world yeah. that way. My girlfriend's beautiful. She's caring. Been with her for seven years. She's caring. She's loyal. Wow. She looks after me. She's my rock. She's the only person supporting me from my career. Um, she's my everything. And when someone, it's a bit like you saying you don't like me, but you don't even know me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly. How can you say you don't exactly. like me if you don't even know me? Exactly. That's the issue, man. You don't even know someone, but you're the first one to say, oh, I don't really like him. You feel like parents don't want to even know her properly. 100%. Yeah, but that's purely because of she's not going to yeah, it is. P- literally, um, that's, that's the, the only reason. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm doing this for the next generation. Yeah. I'm doing this for all the kids that's going to come up that's yeah. going to also Bro, suffer like, from we, the generation we, we have a close friend. Your exact same situation. Mm. So he's Kanana. The girl he married is Punjabi. Punjabi Sikh. Mm. Yeah. So exact same. But he was always the kind of guy that like was so adamant. Like he you never know, didn't give a shit. And then the, he, was so, he went through, like, so much mm. shit. Like, he's going to get kicked out of his family, all of that. In the end, like, they came around. But, like, I, like, I know fully, like, what, what you're talking through. about. Because, yeah. It's tough, man. It's tough. It's, it's tough. Because it's crazy as well when they sort of give the option. It's either, like, do you value your girlfriend more than us? <laughs> Blackmail. That's, that's, yeah, Blackmail. Like, like, what do you, do you, do you want me to be happy or do you want me to be, to follow you and then be with someone that I'm like, I don't love and yeah. then be miserable for the rest of my life? It's, Literally. it makes no what, sense. Why man. is there so much option? Why can't we have both? Why can't I yeah. have my parents and also my girlfriend? And, yeah. Why can't you just accept everyone and see yeah. uh, the world in a non-prejudiced way and exactly. realize that we're all human beings and I don't have to believe in whatever you believe in. Do you know what I mean? It's a whole thing with football, man. If you like, if your dad yeah. supported Liverpool, yeah, yeah, it's gradual for you to also support Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. it's gradual for your kids to also yeah. support Liverpool. It's this ongoing chain. Yeah, it's hard to break away from. Yeah, yeah. But once you start supporting Manchester United, <laughs> you best get out. <laughs> Literally, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's one of those. Passed on. It just gets passed on, mate. You and know? the 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 person that um, the guy he's got a beautiful song. Yeah, so mate. imagine if that was stopped by his family. Nikki. That, Mate, like that kid would not have been born. Yeah. So it's like you, you can never see. Uh, I mean, Steve Jobs says is the dots connect looking backwards. Now you look at them, they're like a beautiful couple with a child. But if it was like a couple of years ago, parents probably like, you know, you're not going to marry this girl, etc. Yeah. But it's like 
he had faith, she had mm. faith that it would work out, and now they've got to be a family. Mm. At the end of the day, you know what I mean? It's it's work for them. And as much as I think that my parents' mentality is wrong, I kind of like that they've sort of added this extra pressure into my life because it kind of is it gives you the fire mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to do it even more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be with this person even more. Yeah. It makes the relationship, whatever me and my girl. Remember when we said our problems earlier? Mm-hmm. We go through this problem with the parents. We think, yeah. oh, it's not for me, man. Maybe I shouldn't be with her. <laughs> but if you just keep going, yeah. be consistent, it gives you this fire within you to make it work even more. Yeah, yeah. It gives you the fire to keep yeah. on making it even more. It's actually a positive in that. Yeah. That's the it's thing. actually a positive We've been thing. stubborn like this. <laughs> Being stubborn isn't fully bad. You can use stubbornness for your, like, you can take advantage of mm. that. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you were saying, that mm. fire. It's like, you're being stubborn. Mm. This is what I want mm. from life. Like, and that stubbornness is taking you there. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't, stubbornness is not always, mm. like, something that's bad mm. or negative. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I do. I don't know, man. Like, I think that's how we all should be like, man. If you believe in something, <laughs> Don't try to convince the next person. Yeah. You don't have to get validation, even from your own parents. Exactly. You can't convince you... them. It's very hard. Especially <laughs> convincing our parents. Even if you do the right thing, they yeah. still won't be happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mate, do you know what I mean? Like, they still won't be happy. Yeah. They're always going to be worried for you because I, I think that's just how they're how they are wired. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably how we're going to be wired as well, but yeah. probably not to that extreme. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, we're also going to be worried about kids and stuff like that. And I think that's, I've now come to the realization that that's, that's, that's who they are. Yeah. I can't change them. The only thing I can change is my environment and my surroundings. Exactly. And just me just going for it. Yeah. You know, and just leaving life in my own terms. Yeah. I'm not killing anyone. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. What am I doing here? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not like, do you know what I mean? Like, like if you break it down, to drugs or something. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, mate. <laughs> you know, it's like it's almost like they don't want to see you happy. Yeah, it's 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 weird and like it's really like it's, it's yeah. You know, but I respect that though. Like you stuck, you obviously sticking to your guns and and doing what you feel like is right and not actually folding. Hundred percent. Because I feel a lot of people have actually folded. And lost so many people in. I think in life, not just the community, in life has just folded because um, what, what, what are the people going to think if I do this? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get laughed yeah. at. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. I shouldn't do this because mm-hmm. I don't think I've got it in me. It's that self-doubt. What, what, yeah. what external, exactly. people, yeah. external people are going to think. Yeah. The external opinion really matters to you. It gives a shit. You know? I listened to your brother um, in your previous podcast when he had, you know, and he spoke about uh, his struggle of... Um, sorry. Bit Liger. Yeah. 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 And um, powerful. He doesn't give yeah. a shit. It's so Shout out to your brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's his, what's his, what's Iron. his name? Iron, yeah. Iron. Shout out to Iron. Yeah. yeah. That's my guy. That's my guy. Mate, I, I've got the same thing, mate. Really? You're on my leg, yeah. Oh, shit. That's it. <laughs> my guy. My Come guy. on. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, mate. What's the same shit? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Is yours like just one spot? Is it like one of those things that like spreads? So, so. When I was young, um, it started at a small spot. Mm-hmm. 
Then uh, my dirty feet is on show now. Sorry, I'm gonna put the socks back. Fucking stinks. Cheesy smell, guys. What did you order? Respect. Yeah, it started off with a small spot, um, and then um, yeah, his face has changed the smell. So <laughs> like, what do you mean? What is fucking? Yeah, it's actually kind of hot in there, right? Yeah, it's really hot. We should wear t-shirts. Yeah, it's fine, man. Um, I suffer. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, um, yes, honestly, it started off with a small spot and uh, it started getting bigger and bigger. And uh, my parents got like this light device. It was like this portable light device. Right. Uh, in the Middle East, they bought one. And you have to basically um, put your, free, um, your, your feet in front of it. Uh-huh. It stayed in the same position for two hours. Yeah. It's like tanning. Right. So when you spoke about tanning in a previous podcast to kind of cure, yeah, it's a similar thing. And uh, yeah, so that, that I, I don't know if that, I didn't have to take any medications though. Right. It was just that light right. that we had. Just that light. We just use that light to sort of tan the white mark. Yeah. You know, so it becomes darker. And oh, man, I remember that phase. I was like, as, it, as your brothers had already, it was like, I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. It was my parents. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're like, how is my son going to get married with with, yeah. with the white mark on his leg it's like petty fucking shit that no one actually gives a fuck about it's what their happiness oh yeah you know obviously you know to some de- degree they do care about you mm-hmm. you know they do want you to sort of be happy with your skin and stuff like that but I think they want to protect you from protection. all of the the like the things you're going to hear like yeah. especially like in our community like first thing like a mother auntie or uncle asks you something that sticks out like do you know what I mean like if if it's something visible like that, that that's literally that's the first thing they're gonna ask you about like what is it what's that what what happened to you like i, I think i don't even ask. think it comes from a bad place or like it's they just the way the program this i don't know it's weird and like it's that's just they have to get it out they have to ask you straight away yeah, <laughs> and, and 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 yeah, it's that man. And then that somehow, that that somehow stopped it from spreading even further. Mm-hmm. It just stopped out of that. I haven't had it anywhere else. Um, even if it did spread, I don't think I'll give a shit. Yeah, yeah. I really don't think I'll give a shit. I'll, I'll keep on living my life. I yeah, like exactly. normally would. Um, another thing that I struggled with as well when I was growing up uh, is stammer. Right. Vic. Yeah. So I've got. Civic. So people that don't know what Vic is, is a stammer, speech impediment. Um, yeah, growing up, I suffered with that. I still do. I still have got it. It kicks in every now and then. So, like, um, how did how did you how did that go? Like, it's not gone. But then you sound fine now. <laughs> exactly. I'm acting. <laughs> That's when I knew I wanted to be an actor. <laughs> you know, That's cool. I, you know, that was my calling. Uh, no, mate. Um, <laughs> It's weird. Um, it was about being insecure mm-hmm. at first. Um, mate, I was so insecure about it. I would shy away from conversations. Yeah. I would, when I go to like uh, these events, obviously growing up, it was Malu events, it was Malayali events, yeah. it was Indian events that you would go to. And uh, aunties and uncles would talk to you in Malayalam. So my stomach gets worse when I speak Malayalam. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. I'm speaking in English. <laughs> um, yeah, it gets really bad. Um, that could be because I'm not that familiar, mm-hmm. that confident in Malayalam. Right. So I'm probably thinking of words. And when I'm thinking, it triggers that side of my brain yeah. to kick in. 
and the stammer kicks in. Everything went right. together. Sounds like another language, mate. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, suffered with that growing up. But practice. It was about not giving a shit. Mm-hmm. At one point, I remember, like, I was crying in my room. So why is this thing not going away? Why am I struggling? Yeah. Why am I struggling to speak? I want to be like every other kid. I want yeah. to be my friends. Mm. I want to just have a normal conversation. I want to like also like spit banters with my friends. Yeah. But you know, I can't. I want to also be involved in conversations, but I can't. I can't physically talk. Yeah. And people don't get it. People make fun of it. Listen, there's an element of comedy in that. Come on, <laughs> life is not all. Come on, life is not all that serious. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's a ele- yeah, yeah, yeah. listen. I think we can laugh yeah. in life. There is an element of comedy in that, but um, as long as it's your friends, <laughs> I think, I think, I think. You know what? People that suffer from stammering, um, they'll get very sensitive and offended when someone takes a piss out of that community. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, yeah, I get it, but look, man, you can't laugh a little. You know, if, you know, if someone makes a a stammer joke. I laugh. I don't know. Yeah. That's the sort of person yeah. I am. I'm like, uh, what did you say? Yeah, you can't get offended of fucking you everyone. Can't, yeah, that man. Shit, dog. Do you know what I mean? You, <laughs> do you know what I mean, man? Like, you won't live after that. Yeah. You know, because everyone's opinion matters. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, mate, it's just comedy, man. Um, so, yeah. And um, it was just training. Um, it was just, I had to put myself into conversations where I was talking to people and I would struggle talking, but I knew that I'm going to struggle talking and I've accepted that. And then once I've accepted it, it becomes easier. Your lungs start opening up. Yeah. Your brains start wiring up in a different way. Right. You know, it's about acceptance. It's about re- the yeah. best way to cure stammer, I think, is about accepting that you have stammer. Some people that have stammer, they never accept it. They're stubborn. They're like, no, nah, I, had- yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. have stammer. I can talk perfectly. You realize that you can't. It's okay to not talk perfectly, mm-hmm. you know? Just because you can talk perfectly does not mean that you're a perfect person. Yeah, exactly. It's about realizing yeah. that we all have something that we're struggling with. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's something that you're struggling with, and I don't know if you're going to talk about it, but it's up to you. There's something that you're struggling with. Of course, with, yeah. You know, you can talk about it, it's up yeah. to you. We all fight in our own battles, man. You know, you can't just be like, oh, why am I? It's not just about you, mate. Just go on with it. Sorry. It's victim mentality. Yeah. Think about like Mike Tyson, he's got a lisp in it. Yeah. Imagine if he was like, ooh, I, I can't get into boxing because of my lisp, I can't talk. I mean, never never mind lips, like the fu- his fucking, the way he grew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think anyone, no, you can't have a like, worse childhood. I was like, if there's something that you have, like a deformity, not deformity, but like something different about you. Yeah. You, you can't let that, you know what I mean? Like, you can't let that impairment. Yeah, impairment yeah. who you are going to, who you're going to be in life. I still like when I say when someone says Mike Tyson, they don't go, "Oh, he's got a lisp." The fucking say he's the heavyweight boxer in the world, the like, youngest ever. Yeah. And, and it's like still, still be like, I don't still give a Mike fuck. Tyson I'm still gonna do what I need to do. And he's got a fucking podcast, bro, with a lisp. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like people still listen to that. Yeah. Of course, bro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you can't make everyone happy. And 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 now that we're speaking of boxing, um, you know the whole Anthony Joshua situation where he's lost two fights. Yeah. And yeah. what people are like, listen, it's time for him to quit. He's done. He's done. Look, man, what's he going to achieve from that? Exactly. If he still wants to fight, let yeah. him fight. Yeah. People are going to talk. People throw so much hate when someone's down, man. They love it. I feel like people fucking love when love people, people, people failing. Fucking love it. Like, especially yeah. the boxing OGs. 
yeah. they, they want him they to want lose to say, they're like, we were so good yeah. and like even the football fucking pundits man they they, they shit on like Ronaldo, Ronaldo. and these young players yeah. and they say like we were like we, we didn't move like this like shut the fuck up man like you're never gonna be as like good as Ronaldo yeah, ever but like when I see Jamie Carrick do you know Jamie Carrick yeah. 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 but he shits on Ronaldo I get so vexed I'm like bro you're a fucking defender like have you even scored a goal ever like and, and like they, they do it on purpose like they love when they see people losing because I don't know I feel like when people are talking about you you're miles ahead than them yeah That's, it, it yeah. literally is a sign of victory yeah. it is it is man yeah you know you're living in the hen- uh, you're living in the head rent free we, <laughs> we, we recently got our first hate comment oh. on Instagram <laughs> I was so happy and I open was like, up right now. shit <laughs> <laughs> well, name drop, name drop, motherfucker. <laughs> some random guy, man. Like people we don't know. Some, some, some random. Yeah. yeah, like you just picked up with his cut. <laughs> like, literally, bro. You're miles ahead, lads. You're miles ahead. <laughs> but it's like, what, yeah. what, what did he? What did he say? No, it was basically the last podcast we had. So it was um, it was an artist. So he, he was literally just saying like um, because the background where we were shooting it was like white walls. So he was saying like. Just metaphorically, he was just saying, like, oh, if I had, like, a pen, I could fill this whole, like, like as a canvas. I could draw and fill it up. And, and then the guy in the comments, he was like... Why didn't he let him? Yeah, why? Why did you should have You should have gave him a pen to draw on your wall. <laughs> and let his artistic, like, creation, like, come out yeah. and stuff in the podcast. And I'm just like, bruh. <laughs> what? Bro, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, Lando's just fucking let us fucking... Pin all of <laughs> what in the world and it's, not a, it's a podcast we speak it's not an art therapy session like do you know what I mean like, exactly people are listening not fucking yeah listening to his See, paintbrush going across <laughs> the wall it's like mm, that sounds really nice no and some other guy said that the guy he was saying like too much and I don't know I say I like a lot but he was talking about the guests and I don't think you would say like because I think for the northeast we say like fucking so yeah. many times as yeah, I think that's a northern thing. Well, as well. like, yeah, yeah, just say like after but everything. I think, yeah. So he said what the person I was talking said like so much. Yeah. And what? <laughs> Who cares, man? Is it? Do you know what, what I mean? Who cares it? about how a person speaks? I just, I just think it's like, you know what? You Why don't you invite this guy to your podcast yeah. and let's yeah, actually just, roast him? Yeah, 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 just, yeah, just after it goes live, session. I will nitpick everything <laughs> what he's saying. Yeah. Why is he sitting that way? Why is he wearing that? Why does his mouth move like that? Why is he blinking like that? <laughs> Why does this fucking smell so funny? You know? Mate, it's just easy for us to kind of judge. Mate, for you to take your time to do and it. like watch something and then put a hate comment on. It's like, bruv, is that is that the best part of your life? Like, is, is there nothing else? Yeah, to be yeah. honest, I feel sorry for them in a way. Because yeah, yeah, they must be, there must be something mentally wrong in it for I'm you to do that. Yeah. Especially on like a random person's like podcast or something. Yeah. Just the way Someone you look you... at life is insane for you to watch something and pick the negatives. Like the, the way you look at life is wrong. Like you are obviously either unhappy or you're struggling to find peace. I mean, if you are, if you're living your best life, why would you even give yeah, a fuck you, about gonna, in a little small video? You're living your best life, innit? 100%. So there's yeah. obviously something wrong yeah, with your life course. for you to of pick course. out the negatives. Yeah. Like, there has to be. And it's yeah. it's almost like um you know when there are fights and there's a group of guys you know the person in that group he's got so much to say when he's with his friends yeah yeah, yeah, yeah when he's by himself 
He's looking down on his phone. He's <laughs> got nothing to say. He's one of those, like, behind the screen, you can say whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to face to face, I bet he's going to praise. He's going to be like, yeah. this is probably the best podcast. <laughs> I was only you joking, know? my head. Exactly. Sick, you know? bro. I don't even like Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, yeah, man. That's, that's just, that's the world that we live in, man. You know? Um, and yeah, we have to recognize that there are people mm. like that. People want to see you fail. Yep. It's about rising above that and just keep going and making people see that shit. I've rated that quality about him. Mm. We all try to bring this person down. Yeah. This guy just keeps going. Doesn't give up, yeah. That's powerful because you're gonna get old one day. You're gonna lay in your bed or or even in your deathbed. You're gonna look back at life and be like, shit. Yeah. I lived the I've that one in I'm my own terms. I'm so yeah, proud of myself. Yeah, yeah. At least I give it a fucking shot. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to yeah. people that were influenced by it. what everything, whatever you see, whatever you say, and sort of live their life um, according to someone else's terms, but their own. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was gonna say like they were talking about hate. Have you ever got like any hate comments of people or how you dealt with it? I mean, I know you said about the director saying that, but has there been any other like instances where somebody said something that was like annoying or? Have you heard about like any Malus hating on you? Yeah, so I mean, I'm community. Be. Yeah, so basically, um, I went into our town centre in Ipswich and I parked my car, got on my car, and there was this Malu uncle there uh, in our community. I started talking to him. I was like, mate, how's it going? You good? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, man, I heard like, you know, you're doing um, you know, this acting stuff. I'm like, yeah, what do you mean? It's like, I mean, come on, man. You know, like you've got your own degree, you know. Why aren't you focusing something um, in what you studied, which is yeah. computer science? Why are you doing acting, man? You know, I mean, there's no career in that. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me, bro. What, what do I say? Do I remain calm in that situation? Yeah. I think I think I should have just remained calm. No, I did remain calm. But there was a side of me saying... Just kicking, like... I just wanted to fuck off, man. To go, yeah. yeah. You know, but I was like, nah, you know what? That's not going to solve the situation. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what makes you say that? Like, what makes you think that there's no career in acting? Like, do you watch films? He said, yeah, I love films. If it wasn't for the actors, you wouldn't watch that film. Do you like reading books? Yeah. If it wasn't for the writers, you wouldn't read that one. Yeah. yeah. If you like images, photos, it's like, yeah. It's, if it wasn't for that, your car's logo wouldn't be designed. Or, you know, the, um, the art that we see, even in your Bible or... Um, everywhere around us yeah. wouldn't exist. Yeah. Do, you know, do you listen to music? If it wasn't for the musicians, you wouldn't listen to that music. Mm. There are artistic people that exist. At one point, they had to take... They had to take that leap. They yeah. had to go for the struggle yeah. for you to now to enjoy that music, yeah. Yeah. enjoy that book, enjoy that film. Mm. So how can you sit there and say and question such stupid things? Um, so I said that and he didn't have an answer. And he, so the uncle is basically like, he just started up his own business. I'm like, I can sit there and tell you, why are you setting up a business? You're not in a business, man, uncle. Do you know what I mean? Stereotypically, I mean, well, stereotypically, Indians start a lot of business. Um, But a lot of Malu uncles don't, Mm -hmm. especially the way away from. Yeah. You know, not many Malu uncles have businesses like that, like, you know, a corner shop in our community. I'm like, you know, that's not very normal in our community. Why are you starting that? It's because you believed in that. It's because you wanted to do it. No one's going to stop you. I don't want to stop you. In that same way, you shouldn't stop me. Yeah. 
you shouldn't impose you shouldn't impose your views um on me like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So so yeah, man. So yeah, I I I I I do get like some random sort of opinions like that. Mm-hmm. Um, look, if it's opinion to kind of help you better yourself as an actor, that's different. Then yeah, exactly. Listen, to me, I really yeah. like that. I really like that film that you did. Yeah, Godfather Five is really good. Yeah. I wish, um, but I just think your acting was a bit weak in this scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I don't know. You could have done this maybe. It's a collaborative feedback. Constructive criticism. That's it. Constructive, constructive feedback. That's different. Yeah. If people gave me constructive feedback, that's different. To being like, why are you doing that for? You shouldn't do that. You know? So, yeah. Um, I, have, I have received that. But that is all, really. Mm-hmm. That is all I've received. I'm um, surprised, you know. You know, and I know for a fact I'm going to get a lot more after this podcast comes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring it on. Your career is just starting, like you said, you're just edging the surface. I mean, you're only going to get bigger and bigger exactly. and bigger. And, well, uh, well, you know, that, that, that's, that's, that's it. It's about, I don't know where it's going to go, but I know what I love doing. I'm going to keep yeah. doing it. And uh, my dream would be work, uh, to work in uh, the South Indian uh, film industry. Really? In the Madiola film industry, yeah, I would love to. I would, I would love to work with... Uh, Legends like Mahalala, yeah, Mamudi, um, yeah, and I would love to work with these legends, man, um, um, and do a project in India, yeah, like a good, meaningful project that people can watch, and that will challenge their mindset mm-hmm. um, and the mentalities and all that stuff. Yeah, and a film that makes an impact. Yeah, you know, because our stories, uh, our films have a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, South Indian films yeah. are built for stories, man. It's getting better and better, and now with OTT platforms becoming that, access, yeah. accessible around Easily the world. Easily accessible, yeah. You know, um, so yeah, that, that would be the dream. It's a great time, man. It's a great time. It's a, gr- it's a great time to do anything, mm-hmm. to be honest. If you, like, there's a lot of negativity and all that bullshit, but like, it's still, there's so many, op- I feel like there's like so much more opportunities now mm-hmm. than there's, there's ever been. You just have to kind of work for it, find it. Grab it by two hands. Yeah, literally. You to, literally. You have to. You no have, one's yeah. going to do that for you, but yourself. Exactly. You know, say if I audition for a role, right? If I want, I found this. When I audition for a role, the times I don't give a fuck, I end up getting that role. Mm-hmm. I've done auditions where I'm like, honestly, like, I really don't care about this. It's not going to go anywhere. I audition mm-hmm. for it. They liked it. I'm like, what? You like this? Yeah. And then the ones that really care about, it's like a massive opportunity. I'm like, okay, now one is doing yeah. this problem. Okay. I'm going to, I don't know. So this character's police officer. I'm going to go to police station. I'm going to observe police, you know, how they Do walk, this. how they talk, you know. Um, I'm going to like proper think about this, like mm-hmm. every movement, how they sit, walk. And the one audition doesn't come across that, that way. It looks a bit cheesy. It looks a bit put on. Right, right. You know. I feel like if you try too, I don't know if other actors find this as well. When you f- try a bit too much, it doesn't work. Yeah, it's about sort of just being in the moment mm-hmm. and just do what you would do if you were that character. Yeah, to keep it organic as possible, and as I said, keep it as simple as possible. Yeah, keep it as simple, bro. Yeah, so you just focus on what you do, right? Just keep it as simple. Just don't worry about too much technicalities. Yeah, you know, of course, it's important for it's important for you to research your character and all that. It's important. But I feel like with research, it's, it's never ending. You could always keep on researching more and more and more and more yeah. and more into it. And it just never ends. I think just do enough. Yeah. 
just go there and do what you believe and magic's gonna happen. That's true. So how you fix the stomach, just let it naturally flow through you. Yeah. And then eventually I've heard like confidence plays a big part in it is like if you're if you're very confident in like what you're saying, apparently that helps yeah, a lot. It does. It does. With that. It definitely it definitely does help. Um Cause it makes sense because I'm guessing like if you're not confident then you're overthinking yeah. you're thinking about yeah. it like th- that's why you know you say when you, maybe like if you're not f- as confident speaking Malayalam as opposed to speaking in English that's, there's a difference there isn't it? because it's when you're nervous that's when the yeah, yeah. nervousness is what causes Tamil and um, I guess again if you're not confident about what you're saying you're nervous yeah when you're nervous Stomach exit. Yeah. It's about believing again. It's about believing in what you say. And also, bro, like, if you don't believe in it, just don't say it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. If you don't believe in something, just exactly. don't say it. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, man. <laughs> that is, I think, um, yeah, it's because I, mate, again, I said I'm going to sound very arrogant, but, mate, honestly, I, I believe in what I do. Yeah. Um, I believe in myself. And, um, yeah, that's the only way that I've been able to sort of navigate through my stammer, my speech impediment. And, um, yeah, mate, it's, 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 it's great. I'm not going to stop this from keep going and achieve things that I want to achieve. Exactly. You know, um, it's not arrogance at all, but it's, you need that, you need that level of confidence and self-belief in yourself and no one, you shouldn't be made to feel like that's arrogant. Like now, you know, when, when you're like, you feel very confident, it's like, we feel as though there's a sense of us having to explain uh, the difference between confidence and like arrogance. Like we need to be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm not being arrogant. Like that's, that sentence shouldn't, do you know what I mean? Shouldn't, yeah, like yeah. just, just, um, it's, I wouldn't, it's not necessarily like if I've experienced, it's more like. If you're confident in something with whatever you're doing, right? Like you, you shouldn't you shouldn't be shy about it, like because if you are, then you're essentially that part of it is being restricted. Like it's gonna come across. Say for example, like one example, if you're playing football, for example, if if you're not confident on the ball, then that affects the whole game. It affects how you're playing. If you're not confident on the ball, then you're gonna make silly mistakes because you're overthinking. Do you know what I mean as opposed to if you're just Fuck it! I know I'm. I know I'm sick of this game, and then you're just playing. You're flowing. Yeah. It's natural. It's just like there's there's no thought needed. It's just happening naturally. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Uh, but would you ever come up like to the northeast to do a podcast? I don't know if you, it's a bit far for you though. Listen, mate. Yeah. If the money's right, then. <laughs> <laughs> that's hundred percent. Right, man. There, mate. Do you know what, man? It's so bad, right? When you first, like, you know, when I first started off, it was like. Try to get into the industry. So you just do shit for free. Yeah. Just do shit for free, mate. I would yeah. do so much shit for free when I first started off. Um, and now, obviously, this is different because, you know, now you guys came all the way here. It's like very mutual as well, you know. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to actually do this as well, you know, because I've seen you work. But um, it's, 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 it's like now when I do work, like, you sort of fight for what you're yeah, worth. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. You know? And like, I've turned down shoes because the price hasn't been right. Yeah. It's like they're underpaying you. I'm like, no, that's not cool. Yeah. You know. It's not worth your time, enough. Yeah. hundred percent. And um, yeah, man, it's, 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 
is good when you sort of like get the experience and when you work your way up, you can sort of see the progression. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, when you have people asking, oh, you know what, would you be down to do this project? It's no disrespect when you ask me like, oh, listen, would you come up north? It's like, listen, if the price is right, yeah, 100% I'll be there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, it's, 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 it's the one of those things that um, I've sort of learned in the industry as well to sort of navigate around because it's an awkward topic to talk about mm-hmm. money. Yeah, Imagine like your friend coming be. up to you. He's yeah. like, mate, I'm making a film. And like, dude, I'm not the, like, I'm not starting out. Like, I want to be in a film, but yeah. would you be able to pay me? Would you be able to at least pay me like the basic rates? Mm-hmm. Basic, um, pay for my fuel and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, man, there's been a few friends that's asked me to come on board, but I just haven't been able to. And these are Malayali people as well. So I feel bad. You know, there's been like a few Malayali people that's asked me to come on board, but. What do you mean by come on board? As in like they want to be actors too? or they want No, to as in like they are doing films. Mm-hmm. They want me to act actor. in their film. Right, right, right. Yeah. And it's one of those where you're like, like, yeah, like, I'll, you know, like I want to, but I can't because oh. you're not paying me. Yeah. You know, but I want to help you, but I'm not your guy for exactly. it. Exactly. You know, if you yeah. came to me like you know, two years ago and I had nothing. Yeah. But yeah, obviously, as you're moving up in life, things change, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah. you, it's not the same. Like, at and the end of the day, people uh, want to benefit from you. Yes. So, if you're not the benefiter, you have to bring exchange of cash. Yeah. Like, if we were a podcast of, like, 2 million fucking subscribers, you're going to benefit because there'll be so many views. 100%. But we're not. So, I see why what you're yeah. saying. So, if it was the other way, it's like, that's how life works. So, isn't of course. It? Like, you... Yeah. need people to benefit yourself but at the same time they need you to benefit them yeah should be an equal you know what I mean like 100% so yeah have you, have you um, this is a question I don't know if you like, like I've always wondered like, when you watch interviews like on like big pod, on like big podcast do they pay these people that's coming on board I don't think so like I know Joe Rogan definitely doesn't pay people yeah because they're benefiting yeah. from going on his That's like the they talk like about a podcast, book yeah like they still, they wrote a book and they talk about there's like 3 million people listening they're going to get they sales they promote themselves yeah they promote yeah, themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. but I know especially for big platforms yeah of course yeah like Vlad you know Vlad TV yeah he pays guests to come on oh, shit does he Vlad TV who's this he's like this guy that interviews rappers Vlad so TV. he's on YouTube Vlad TV yeah Vlad TV yeah he's like that YouTuber from ages ago isn't it yeah, he that's pays he pays rappers and uh, famous people to come on. He pays them. But he that's said, maybe because he's starting on starting out and he's still building his platform. I'm yeah. guessing. You watch like some interviews and you're like, some, oh my god, they sound so good. They sound like you know, they're saying the right things. Like some people like get training for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like media training for yeah. it. Yeah. How to respond to certain questions. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, it's all right. Yeah. You know, just be yourself. You know, like exactly. I, 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 I haven't came into this podcast with a premeditated thought or answer. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't want to. You know, I'm just. You ask me the questions, I just and I say exactly how it is, mm. and I think it's just about being honest, just being brutally, brutally honest. Um, you never know; I might get cancelled in my career after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> might be over, so man. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> or saying, uh, you know that. Girls all look the same nowadays. <laughs> cancelled, mate. Oh, cancelled. You watch how this shit's going to come back to me. But, yeah, mate, yeah. I'm just honest to myself. And obviously, you know, what I say now is not what I'm going to say tomorrow. Obviously, you know, like opinions you on evolve. things, stances, you evolve, exactly. it's going to change. Yeah. And opportunities like this um, allows people to come on board and just talk, um, use it as a session 
for therapy and just have a regular chat. There's no difference between if the cameras were off and us having a normal conversation. Yeah. I'll say the same thing. Mm. You know, it's just been recorded yeah, yeah. and people are going to talk. You can't control that. Exactly. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. I just want to say. Uh, sorry, is there any other questions you wanted to ask? Because, uh, well, I love fucking movies. I don't know, like, if I want to get into movies and stuff, but dude, we can, we can. And the thing is, look, I'll be honest with you. Um, like, this is a long shot, yeah. I know right. this is like I. No, you can't I, see my feet, can you? You can't see my feet. No, 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 not sorry, really. Man, I, uh, sorry, I, man. I'm I, very, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> no, no, dude, it's, it's fine. Bro. I was telling them like, um. If I get to see like 50 and 60, um, I'd be so blessed if I do. I was just telling them as an idea, like, I would love to direct a movie because, I, like I said, I love movies. And obviously not now, um, but it's a thing where like I, I, I just see so much art in it. I, just, I love it so much that when I get old, like I want to get into it. So me loving obviously movies and stuff, would you ever consider directing a movie or producing a movie? In the future, it's not uh, very economical for me, and I'll tell you why. Mm. Directors, they, they com- like when they committed to a project, they're there from the start mm. to the finish. If that film takes two years to make, mm. they're there for two years, and they're not getting paid that well. To just be part of that, you know. They, right. you know, they have to do. It's a lot more. I guess I'm lazy, and this is why I'm here. The lazy podcast. An actor, like you, just do your job. You focus on your job, and you just leave. Yeah. The director, there are so much other technicalities. You know, the voice recording that you have to do after finding the actors, um, doing the script, um, collaborating with other entities that's part of the film to make it in a certain way there's all that pressure that gets added I guess that's me saying it because I have an experience outside of the world you never know I think is life is all about experiences yeah right I'm my experience outside of the world and I'll be like do you know what mate quite good at this um, yeah. you never know um, so yeah it's, 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 it's something that I haven't looked into um, although I have started to write down so <laughs> I went through this phase at the start of this year where I'm like, I'm going to write my own films. You know, I'm going to write my own characters. So I started writing. And I've realized very quickly that it's not for me. I can never commit to it. Literally, I start typing it, cancel it, change it. And then I get another idea. I'm like, actually, screw that. I spent so long on this. Screw that. I need to go on something else. Actually, no, I'm not sure about this. And then it's my girlfriend that has to hear all of this. Mate, I'm a lunatic. I pick up my phone. It's like, oh, I've got this great film idea. Babe, I'm in a corporate world. I don't know what I can talk about. I don't care about your script. I'm so sorry. Like, babe, trust me. Just hear this one. I think this has something to it. So basically, right, it's about this kid. I just go on. Bro, here, let me hear it. You know, uh, what, 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 what? Yeah, the idea was, yeah. No, 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 no. So oh, come on, bro. I'm going to get curious. I'm so actually curious. So stupid ideas, man. You know what, man? Ashley. I had this idea, right? Um, okay, I'm going to expose myself. Um, I had this idea where... <laughs> the thing is, right, when you make films, it should be logical. Mm-hmm. I had no logic in this. It was just like your... Um, what's this um, word called? You know, when you just want to make a film, you just... A feel-good film. Right, right. It was about... Yeah. So it was about this 
rickshaw family. It's a rickshaw family. Um, his dad's ridden a rickshaw. He rides a rickshaw uh, in Kerala. And then he now gets a job in the UK. He goes to the UK. And he's working in the corporate world. He's like, this is not who I am. I don't like this corporate world. I miss my rickshaw. Sure. So he's in this pursuit of being a rickshaw driver here in the UK. So he's like, he goes around, he does his, re, um, you know, like, you know, he does his research and he buys a rickshaw mm. and he starts his own the rickshaw company here in the UK. And it's about him, you know, you know, there's a bit of love in it. He finds, um, you know, this female lover that he falls in love with and she helps him sort of, you know, to set it up uh, because he didn't quite believe himself. He didn't think that he can do it, but she's that person. He's, you know, Look. You know, that yeah. um, person that sort of believes in them and stuff like that. So they set it up. And then um, it's about him bringing, again, so now it's going to go off route. It's about him bringing his granddad from Kerala, who, who was also a rickshaw driver. He was upset that his son, sorry, that his grandson is not riding a rickshaw. And his dad's wish was that, you know, that his family, or you know, everyone rides rickshaw. And he brings his granddad over to the UK. And it's about him taking his granddad on a rickshaw ride around the uk like this beautiful scene lots of like very romantic stuff yeah. you know before his granddad passes away <laughs> is that camera even working bro i don't really fucking know bro we fucking roll anyway don't we <laughs> exactly mate we roll and we choose the best bits yeah when it comes to five minutes of content <laughs> we're gonna pick the best bit listen listen this has yeah, been a good test that. for us right no nah, look 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 Look, you know what, man? There's positive in this. We've got to test the camera out. Mm. We've got to work out the shade now. Yeah? Yeah. And this might be a potential future location for you. Yeah. So you build a relationship with your other chef, not this chef. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, mate, this is good. And, 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 oh, and, yeah, and, yeah, of course. I'm just it, taking the piss. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, you know, when you're making a film, there's, like, external people involved. Yeah. You know, like, you need the backing for it, man. You need the money for it. Of course, yeah. But it's a lot you can't do anything, bro. It's just so, so, so tough. I don't know, like, you put them like, the genre is all, like, crossed. You know, there's different aspects. There is different topics in it. Uh, if you want to talk about mental health, they can go to a mental health charity to get backing. Uh, mm. If there is, you know, right. you know, you get it. If there's right, film about right. taxi, they can go to, like, you know, the tax organization to get funding to talk about the topics of taxing. And then yeah. if there is um, oh, any topic... Okay. Topics about a specific religion, maybe you can go to like a religious institute to get some sort of backing. Or if it's set like in a school, they could get like backing from schools. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's how film works nowadays. Right, it's all about right. it's all about trying to incorporate oh, shit, everything. I didn't even think so, of that. Yeah. yeah, so it's harder to make a feel good film that is just about just one. I don't know. You know, no, yeah, there's there has a lot to be of things elements, to worry yeah. about. Once later, mm. there's so much technicalities to worry about. If you don't, and also there's a lot of marketing. In films as well, yeah. you know, you know, you know, the amount of times I've seen like another brand in a film, like Nike. Yeah, mate, yeah, mate, yeah. I spoke to Nike to get money, so that my, Nike can, they can be do born, a free yeah. advertisement, like in a scene, is at the back. You don't really notice it, but you know that's how they make money because Nike has paid them to be in this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So there's different ways of like, and that is what I don't want to get involved with the business side of filming. Right. Yeah. It's complicated. Yeah. Um, I've heard stories of people, um, you know, that's tried to do it. They just can't get the funding for it. Um, but yeah, I can get it. And it's not, it's not set up in a way where it's profitable. You know, it's hard mm. to make a film 
that everyone's going to watch and it can sell yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and make it profitable unless you've built a production company that like uh, Prithraj Productions yeah yeah you know he's got his own production house in India and he makes so much films under the banner oh yeah Mohanlal yeah. Lucifer that's why he was a producer Lucifer made shit ton of money though yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly but he's got influence because he's been in the game for so long exactly you know I just don't want to get involved in that so yeah that's why I have never thought about directing or stuff like that but if you do don't forget that yeah just bro, <laughs> bro it's a literally long shot I mean like in 20-30 years time like like I said there's so much to learn it's just one of them I don't know ideas that you think out loud but I, I just I, the reason I say that is because when I watch a movie I just I I, I go so deep into it I don't know why um, I just love and I've watched some movies like over and over again on purpose just because I'm so fascinated by certain things like I saw like um, have you seen like Interstellar yeah, yeah, yeah like movies like that you just it's so genius isn't it just yeah. the thought process of behind stuff like that what, uh, what kind of film would you make I'll make something like Christopher Nolan is probably like my favorite director in it. So I'll try to like mimic almost in a way what he does, but put my little twist on it. But it'll be like similar, like because what he does is genius. Mm. I just I, it's proper genius, and like with Ford Al Capone, the guy did Godfather stuff like that. Have you seen Apocalypse um, uh, Now with the Marlon Brando? I've seen that. One. It's a fantastic movie, man. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one. Either. That's a really good movie. I've seen that one. Yeah. And 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 you you said how you. When it sort of mimic what it does, but make it around. Yeah, like yeah. When I watch movies, I get excited. Yeah, and I want to make something similar to that. Yeah, I don't want to try like um. I don't know. I'm wheel. inspired by him, so it would be something similar. If you see like the new Joker movie, it's so good. It's literally a copy of um, what's that movie called? It's a copy. Yeah, it's it's a copy of uh, a movie Robert Nero's in it. Huh? Uh, King of Comedy, something like that. Uh, it's yeah, but Martin Scorsese directed it. It came out a long time ago. He's wearing like a red suit. Yeah, uh, bro, it's when, literally like an old movie. Yeah, but bar for bar, it's literally so similar. If you watch that, um, you realize it. it. He just literally got inspired by that movie and kind of did Joker yeah. that way, and it worked. Really? Yeah. That's interesting, man. And yeah, that that that, and this is a bit of insight to how. I don't know if I have access to this, but I certainly do. We sort of watch films. Say if I'm playing, okay, so in this next film uh, you know, that I'm acting in, uh, I'm playing this character uh, called Remy. He's a struggling, homeless actor. Mm-hmm. Well, he's, he's struggling, hence why he's homeless. Um, he's a working actor, but obviously acting <laughs> when he first started off doesn't pay that well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just constant auditions and stuff like that. Um, so he's now had this opportunity to go into this cafe to meet a director that's making a film and he's auditioning. So this film is about him auditioning for the role uh, uh, the director wants him to do. So this might be his big opportunity. There's a big director sitting in front of him and it's about how... It's, it's a crazy concept, man. It's about how um, the film changes to he has to do something in his audition which means that this guy could get locked up. So the director tells him to do something whilst his audition in the real world where that could mean that he could be arrested for the rest of his life. Right. And he has to do it. Exactly. You're like, well, what is that? That's what the film was about. It's, it made the script right in that is, um, it's crazy. So yeah, um, when I'm trying to learn about my character, 
I don't know where to sort of go to. I can use my real sort of experience as a struggling actor to sort yeah. of bring some of my yeah. emotions into it. But yeah, what I do is I watch films that are similar to that about the same topic, like homelessness, for example. I would watch a film around that topic. I would watch something about people having to auditions. Yeah. Um, you know, things, pr- films, productions that are already out there to kind of get inspiration, exactly what you said, to add to the character, to mimic that, but to make it your own. Yeah. So yeah, that 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 is how we also... The, there's no need to try to reinvent the wheel. No. You, you can just see what worked before and then kind of do it your own way. 100%. Especially if, if that way got so many good reviews and everyone was like, yo, it's a sick act or whatever. Just kind of... Yeah, just it. stick to what works, right? Yeah. As opposed to changing. I mean, that can also work, but it's like risky. Mm. You know, trying to do everything different from what worked prior. But I, you say that, but I like people that take risks. Though, right? Yeah, that's the thing. The amount of actors that you've watched and they're like, whoa, this is so different. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so sorry. You know, you asked me a question earlier. Who's your inspiration right now? Five. But that he's my favorite at the moment. Georgiou. Georgiou. Yeah. Georgiou. Uh-huh. All made all his. Why all is that? His... There is. You know why? Different. Yeah. yeah. You watch it. You haven't seen that before. All different. You know when you watch actors sometimes they're like, yeah, I've seen that before. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know when you watch people like Georgiou. I don't know. With Georgiou, I like the naturality. Very natural. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know. Just the way he says it, he would say that as himself, as a normal person. That's his. Yeah. You know, that's his voice and the way that he delivers the lines. That's him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing with Fahd, um, there's something about his acting, man. And it's so crazy because this guy had, like, his career was like, down. yeah. Dude, people were laughing at his films when he first started acting. Yeah. People were laughing, taking the piss out of his acting when he first started off. If you look at him now. He Sick. took a break for a long time before he came back. He took a long break. He just worked on himself and just came back. Flipped it. When he came back, oh my god! Every movie is so different. That's the thing. His every movie is so different, but he just kills it. He does such a sick job. The latest one, um, um, I, f- I forgot the name. The the one that just came out. Um, I haven't seen that one. And even you, I don't know. Um, yeah, and the. Late. The guy, you know, he's with his mom and the uh, the house sort of collapses. He's underneath, uh, you know, the sewer and you know, he's sort of working his way out of that. No, you probably haven't seen that. No, I haven't seen but, yeah, that. Yeah, films like that. Then there's films like Trance. Trance was sick. Trance was interesting. Trance was interesting. Good. Do understand what his acting is? Oh my god. Yeah. Um, he's actually he's acting as uh, a Christian pastor in that. <sighs> it's sick. Dude, it's so crazy, man, um, what he can sort of bring into a character. And, and, and yeah, so these are actors that I really, really look up to um, and hopefully get to work with. Yeah. So, yeah. I think I've said enough there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else? Or do you want to call it a wrap? I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Anything else you want to say? No? What's your first uh, thing experience, first podcast? What do you think? So my third podcast, um, I'll be honest with you, man. I don't think it's for me. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what, man? I was so conscious about like, oh God, am I going to say the wrong thing? Yeah, like, yeah. how do I sound perfect in what I say? Then I've told myself, what's worked for me is just being myself. Yeah. Just saying whatever comes to my mind. I don't want to sort of plan what I say and be like, make everyone happy. That's how I live my life. And some people might not be happy with what I said and stuff, but you know, 
that's just who I am. Um, and, and yeah, mate, honestly, it's been a good experience. Um, I will, it's definitely been a good rehearsal for me. Yeah. On the big podcast. Now, <laughs> no, mate, this is, this is, this is good, man. Um, I felt welcomed and, you know, you guys are sick, man, you know, and you guys can fucking talk. So you know, <laughs> I can see why it's called, uh, you know, yeah. Mate, honestly, it's an amazing experience. Um, and yeah, when you get massive, don't forget about us, man. Of course, uh, bro. You know, don't forget of about course, us. Of course, man. Yeah. You know, I would love to be. We actually, we, we had you on so we know when you blow up, this video is going to blow up as yeah. well. Everyone's uh, going to be like, where's, where's Jeff's first interview? <laughs> first <laughs> the fucking lazy talk. <laughs> we claimed it. <laughs> Got it before you blew it's, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, nah. it's, mate. Um, it's a very, very, very good experience. Um, and yeah. Do you know what it is? It's going to come out and I'll be like, fuck's sake, why did you do a podcast? <laughs> you, know, you, yeah, know, yeah. you know, you say some things and then you're like, ah, oh, you know yeah, what? You, you know what? You could have said it better. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Likewise, bro. Yeah, but, but no, I mean, amazing experience and I hope I've answered all your questions. Yeah. And uh, if not, mate, thoroughly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one little gay thing. I'm going to be like, listen, bro, it's thank like, you for choosing the path of acting and being the first one to kind of open the doors and you, you're going to influence a lot of kids after this as well Jeez. so the risk that you took it's going to pay off I like now the yeah on. just appreciate you obviously sticking to your roots and doing doing what you felt like was right the right thing to do Andrew, and this so is also that. me speaking it into existence exactly yeah this podcast it is. this podcast just allows me to speak into existence exactly. and uh, yeah thank you for having me peace like and subscribe and yeah Take Thank care. you for watching the podcast. Uh, we will catch you next time. Love. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> wow. Hi, guys. I uh, hope you like the podcast. Uh, just want to quickly let you know if you can just like and subscribe. And if you can also share it to other people. We really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace. Peace.